Hello, everybody, Hello. and welcome to the Macabre Podcast Universe. We are the podcast that exists to prove people wrong when they say that sequels are never better than the originals. And if you're tuning in now, you should know that we are talking about the Jurassic Park series. And What's today, the series called? Uh, we are calling it uh, the series that finds a way. We have Great. little cutesy titles that we name each series. And with us, we have two extraordinary guests that we have been we've been so excited about leading up to that email that said, yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> um, we have Nick Turner, who is a podcaster and comedian. We know him from Get Rich Nick. You might know him from some other stuff. And most people know him as the life of the party. And then we have Lyra Smith, who is a podcast producer. So welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thanks for having Happy us. To be here in my living room. Yeah, I'm just, um, <laughs> I'm the life of the party in our living room. <laughs> At a legit yep. party, I might not get the, the, the title. Right. Every, everything's part. a little different now. Yeah, in quarantine, <laughs> you can give yourself any nickname, any title, and it's the truth. No one can argue with you. Yeah, I was the rat king for the first two weeks, but uh, <laughs> but then I got rid of all the rats, and then there was the... Oh, good. Uh, we were... I mean, the first couple weeks of quarantine, I think we were just the the people that said no to everyone who didn't, didn't want to quarantine. Yeah. We were just yeah, the knowers. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it continues that trend today. <laughs> Where are um, you? We're in Southern Oregon, so oh, wow. we live... So we live in Medford, Oregon. Uh, we're probably about an hour, a little over an hour from the California border. Yeah, Medford. Yeah. So uh, would you say that there's some good panhandling near you? I mean, sorry, not panhandling. Um, <laughs> of course, there's incredible panhandling in Oregon. Everybody knows that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen panhandling like uh, I've seen in Portland, where they just run, they run at you. <laughs> it's it's very talented but um we were uh nick and i were just uh discussing a a, a gold panning episode and apparently oh. all the good all the good gold panning is uh in northern california so and i believe mike mike and i uh we have been we went sorry we met basically in kindergarten and we're in school through high school together so in second grade Micah and I had the pleasure of going to Jacksonville, which is a very historic pioneer town in Oregon, where it was. it's really well known for gold panning. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if it still is, though. No, of course not. But it was definitely an area. Apparently a lot really of the famous. gold got got. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And there's. Yeah. So basically people. It's now just a cute tourist town. But you, yeah. can, you can do some gold panning. Uh, pretend there. Well, if there's the, the, if there's no uh, prospect of actually getting any gold, I think it's perfect for the Get Rich Nick team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and we should explain to our audience in case they are not aware, Get Rich Nick is this hilarious podcast where uh, Nick Turner and Nick Vatterat, produced by Lyra, who's on this episode, very cool. Uh, <laughs> just excited you guys are here. Um, they they just attempt to do things to get rich very quickly and they try all those schemes that throughout life you're you're going yeah i want to i want to maybe try that thing yep. but we get to learn from your guys's mistakes which is my favorite part about it <laughs> yeah just because we fail doesn't mean it's not a good idea 
<laughs> my particular favorite, I think, is the Rover episode with the whole weird oh my situation gosh, with yes. that lady in the apartment. Yeah, that was one of the weirdest uh, moments of my life. I Somebody gave me a dog and then went and did a bunch of heroin and then pretended <laughs> that, that we had not been talking. Like, I started texting the same number and they're like, you got the wrong number. And I'm like, you, you have to take this dog. So then I, you know, I, I started knocking on doors in the building and I found the super and they told me they were in her number. And I went up there and then she, I knocked a couple times and then she had another dog that was barking and then she was in her apartment just telling that dog to shush because I was going to know she was in there. And then she finally answered the door and then I was like, here's your dog. And then she said, are you mad at me? (laughs) I said, yes. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I left. Me, was... your dad, your neighbor, <laughs> your building manager, we're all mad at of you. Of course, this dog. Yeah. <laughs> Poor dog. Yeah. But um, would would highly recommend to our listeners. Yes. I, I think you would like it. And there's, you know, I won't say, but there's some pretty interesting prices Right stuff going on in there as well. Absolutely. Oh. That we still don't know all the solutions to, which I've appreciated how you've doled it out. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Jesus, I still don't know. I mean, it's bonkers that I did this, sorry, I did this in uh, December, you know, and it is nearly July and I do not have my car. <laughs> is there like no end in sight? Uh, no, the, I, there is an end in sight, but there's always an end in sight. Like I get emails yeah. all the time that are like, it's over. And I'm like, hell yeah. They're like, two, two, <laughs> two weeks from now. <laughs> They're like, well, why did you say it was over? Because it isn't. <laughs> um, but I think um, I, I, I got it. Um, I just need to wait for registration to click in, which takes weeks. So I'm just leaving it at the, um, the dealership. Uh, oh, okay. Because I don't want to just like have it and not be able to sell it. Like, yeah, while I, I don't want to screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so let's jump into The Lost World, Jurassic Park. One of the rare movie titles that the sequel has the the subtitle before the franchise. Yeah. Oh, which I is very never odd thought about that. Because it's Lost World colon Jurassic Park instead of Inter- the other way around. Are the around. other ones like that? No, then it's Jurassic Park. Park three. three, yeah, just it goes real basic, right? Yeah. Right after that, they are they they regret this decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then it, then we go to Jurassic World, which is kind of a, a fun twist on the title, sure. But then so fun they go Jur- Jurassic <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and then sometimes you see it listed as like its own series, but it's connected. I don't know. I mean, they are connected, but I don't like. They're connected, like but they are the separate. Yes, separate. Yes, yes, that is true. Yeah, we, and I, I really want to keep them separate, too, because <laughs> these are not movies um, that uh, ne- I necessarily need to include in my personal brain Jurassic Park series. Well, see, for us, we... So we... We, you know, our tagline, we exist to prove people wrong when they say that sequels are never better than the originals. This is something that does not prove our tagline at all because the <laughs> series just continually goes down and down and down. 
But I mean, the, it's just the huge positive, diminishing returns. Yes, diminishing returns. The positive of this movie to me is I just love Steven Spielberg. And even when he makes a movie that's not that good, I still really like it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he just rules. But I'm I'm ready to be proven wrong. You know, we always go into these pods with an open mind and a possibility of you loving You do better the movie. than I do. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. Like when you go through the Hobbit series. Yeah, we previously did the Hobbit series. I mean, we did all of Lord of the Rings, and um, boy, they just really go awry at the end there. Yeah. Have you done Dumber and Dumberer yet? <laughs> well, we actually stick to a... Well, yeah, there's that four of those. Wait, of the, no, three. No. Oh, wow. Oh. I didn't think about that one. That's a... Out That's of a, all of the <laughs> franchises people have suggested, that is not one. Yeah. No, I'm just, I, I pity, I pity the, the soul that it has to do. Isn't there also an animated series of that? Of I'm not Dumber? sure. It, oh, man. Well, we kind of stick to a trilogies or more, mm-hmm. except on our Patreon, we, we can get a little loosey-goosey with it. And then, uh, and then they have to be like theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. Because there's too many like home video release series that I don't want to get stuck in. <laughs> yeah, and we're only a little over a year old, so we're still we're still knocking out some of the bigger franchises. What's the home video? They did a home video movie that's coming out on Quibi. They like no did way. a Are they you did serious? a remake of a movie, and everyone filmed it in their house. Like Tiffany Haddish is in it. What? There's like some bigger <laughs> names in it. Um, oh, I wish I could remember what it was. Um, well, it's today's news. I'm sure we'll see it. <laughs> that sounds Yeah. If you're listening to this, go look it up yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, could you two walk us through your experience with your first viewing of The Lost World Jurassic Park? In Jurassic Park as a whole, I would yeah, say. Yeah, kind of your... We'd well, love for you to kind of take over. I'll go first, because I think I probably have a shorter answer. I am, uh, my dad took me to go see Jurassic Park in theaters when I was a very, very young child and I had the time of my life and, uh, my mom was horrified, um, (laughs) but everything was fine because I was so happy. So (laughs) it had a good ending. Um, I have, uh, so we, we rewatched Lost World, um, recently for to discuss it i had such a limited memory of it i know i saw it in theaters i've seen every single jurassic park movie in theaters i've seen jurassic park the original in theaters multiple times because i've seen it every time they've like re-released it or there was a midnight movie it's one of my favorite oh, movies yeah. of all time so um uh i really cannot believe how much i did not remember from the second movie this time yeah. watching it but the original classic classic among kings and that's my <laughs> experience um i want to say that the movie i was just talking about is princess bride they're remaking what? princess what? bride with joe jonas as carrie elwes and what? um and sophie <laughs> turner uh no as, uh, thank robin you. wright yeah um, and well, maybe yeah. we'll have to do a side podcast, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a Patreon right there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, I saw, uh, I'm eight years older than Lyra, so I vividly remember seeing Lost World in the theater. Um, I was actually in Baltimore. 
I, I lived in Richmond, but we were, we were in Baltimore because it was forensics nationals. Um, forensics, if you don't know, is like speech and acting competition, uh, in high school runs, runs, uh, parallel to debate, but very different. Okay. Um, (laughs) and, uh, we had uh, a real hot shit team. (laughs) <laughs> and so we had like 20 people going to nationals from our high school. Um, and then we, anyway, so we were in Baltimore and we went to this theater and it was the biggest movie theater I'd ever seen. If you tell me today, I'd say there were 5,000 seats at that thing. Um, <laughs> there, there were probably 400. Uh, but, uh, but I just, it was one of those experiences where um, you... You have such a good time. I mean, you're in high school and you're on a trip with 20 of your friends. Oh, yeah. And, That's great. Uh, you know, it's like whatever the movie was, I was it was going to be one of my favorite movies of all time. But it was just absolutely one of my, my favorite uh, movie viewing experiences that I've ever had in my life. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. What was it like rewatching it? <laughs> uh, not as good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I probably enjoyed it more that first time. Yeah. Sorry to ruin that for you, Nick. Trump uh, wasn't president in the first True. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, yeah. the the funny thing about this series, you know, it gets so much flack for, you know, just kind of repeating the same, you know, like they're always trying to reopen the park every time. And the the thing that I've seen on Twitter a lot during this whole quarantine is how people are like, uh, dear Jurassic Park, I apologize for thinking that a government wouldn't want to reopen something that kills people. Mm-hmm. And I found that to be all, all the tragedy of COVID aside, kind of a funny take on the series. Cause you're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Very thematic. It's like not unrealistic anymore to me. Yeah. They, and they only yeah. killed three people. That's like, that's like how many people die at Disney world every year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they don't officially die. No, there. that's they true. They, they, property. they pull them off premises and then pronounce them dead. That is true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> credit where credit's due, okay? <laughs> yeah. God love Disney. Um, I, if, they, if it came back today, I'd go. We did. We watched Assassination <laughs> Nation last week, and at one point, I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's, it's kind we of... just dumb. made one of them. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, <laughs> okay. it's kind of got a Lord of the Flies, uh, like a crescendo of action going on where things just get worse and worse and worse. And uh, uh, it's about like society breaking down. And at one point, Nick turned to me and he was like, this is this wouldn't happen. This is happening too fast. And then yesterday, uh, somebody sent me a link to a woman uh, coughing on a baby because someone complained what? that she wasn't wearing a mask. And I thought assassination what? nation is very realistic. Oh, if we're yeah. popping on babies. <laughs> I think we would do Lord of the Flies. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, <laughs> 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 At least it's not well, a baby beatdown video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, I will hit you with my experience with this movie. So, we're a little bit younger than you two. Um, I would have only you been assume, probably, four right? when this movie came out. So okay. I did not see this in theaters. That's really and rude, I, I just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just remember, I mean, I watched Jurassic Park all the time. It was my, it was my first PG-13 movie when I was a kid, and I was just watching it all the time, all the time. 
And then uh, I remember going to someone's house and just seeing that there was a video cassette of The Lost World Jurassic Park and being, it was like, I gotta see that. There's another one of them. But this is, you know, before IMDb and stuff like that. So it's like, I didn't even know that there was a second one. And I, it may have been a two video or really maybe I'm like in my mind that might be a false memory but I'm remembering it being two discs and just thinking that's got to be like the holy grail wow and then I finally watched it and I, I thought oh, okay <laughs> I, I like it I guess and then <laughs> you know I've watched it a couple more times and you know you're gonna hear my opinion as we go along on the movie but that's that's me on the lost world yeah, for me, last when we watched it on a couple days ago was my first time ever seeing it. So, first I'm, time ever seeing yeah. it. Be still, my I, heart. <laughs> I didn't see Jurassic Park until college, and it wasn't just the most insane thing to yeah, be still. It's, it's I ridiculous. can't believe that. It's just I for for some reason I just kind of blame my parents in terms of just maybe they don't they didn't care about it. It's not that they didn't want us to watch it, but I think they just forgot that it was a movie. So therefore, I never watched it. It well, was always just like, parenting. yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. when I watched it in college, I was at my roommate's house in New Hampshire and we were watching it on a laptop and I was so scared at the T-Rex scene that I had to pause it. And I was like, oh, I just have to go to the bathroom. But I was just like so scared. <laughs> well, I mean, to your credit, it the scene is like... 45 minutes long. (laughs) It's insane. Yeah. Um, I I actually had the same experience with, um, I did when I was a kid, I used to rent Ghostbusters at the video store every week. And then one week, she spent over (laughs) $18,000. And then one week I went in and they had Ghostbusters too. (laughs) Oh yeah. And uh, that was a very big deal. Which just like a surprise at a movie store. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. Hey, they made another one of these. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine like missing out on an announcement of sequels to movies I don't even care about anymore. Yeah. But but now it's now like back then, especially as a kid, you just you would see that there was a second one, and you don't you also don't know about the machine of Hollywood money mm-hmm. all the time yet. So you're just like, oh. It has to be better because I've already seen the right. other one 50 times. Right. <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, that's so funny. That you don't know that. But I but I do know that that they've moved the release date for Artemis Fowl three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get a lot more information now. Yeah, we really do. Uh, that did come out, though. Did you guys partake? Yeah, well, in- now they just threw it up on streaming. They don't have to like they don't have to have a public yeah. bomb. They're very excited about getting to throw that away. Way. which is kind of a, a sweet deal for studios now they, they got a place to dump their movies yeah first but now, staten island uh, king of staten island and now this <laughs> yeah <laughs> we we have not really been watching it, it's so much harder for me to be like excited about a new movie coming out on a streaming service i don't know if you guys experience well, that but we've recently become renters yeah we just yeah we, we've now given ourselves a new term of renters because we've gotten uh we rented like five movies in the last five days yeah. like the our oh. our our window is like the 5.99 6.99 rental okay we watched wow. like emma uh the trip to greece the assistant which nick fell asleep in oh yeah <laughs> there's that what else oh the hunt yeah the hunt was good 
That was fun. That'll have See, a good uh, sequel, oh, I bet uh, you. Also, Lost World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, we had it on. We had it on Blu-ray in a Spielberg collector's pack, so wow. we did not have to. Yeah, we didn't have to buy it, and I'm. I mean, I'm not trying to flex, but I am flexing. But right it's now, too late. But I do have. Yeah, a, this, a collectible. Uh, the second pack. I can't imagine it would make the first collector's pack of Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, well, did, did he it, like ask them to take that one out? <laughs> well, it's a very odd pack because I'm assuming it has something to do with contracts because it has. So as Jurassic Park, it has Always, which is undisputably oh, wow. his worst movie. Yeah, uh, 1941, uh, <laughs> Duel, Jaws, Sugarland Express. Is that ET? Uh, it has ET, and then it has The Lost World. Which is kind of huh. weird because it's like he's got like twenty five movies and you put a sequel in the okay, like well, that's kind of yeah. odd. I think you got had. Don't yeah. <laughs> don't crucify me, but what is Sugarland Express? That's his first movie. Yeah, it's his first like, full length. No, no. So Duel was his first TV movie, I see. and this was his first like in theaters, uh, like classical release, and it's it has Goldie Hawn. And I think it involves um, a kidnapping. I, it's been Gene a long Wilder's time since I've seen it? it. Yeah, Gene Wilder's in it. It's one of his first roles, I think. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. It's Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I would recommend it. Okay, well, the renters will rent. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like Dawson and then uh, the woman who understood like what early film meant to Dawson on Dawson's Creek. <laughs> um, Dawson's oh, Creek yeah. was a television show <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> A little out of my depth on uh, Dawson. Yeah. Scream creator but, you know. Kevin Williamson uh, created it. And <laughs> stopped being famous. Vampire <laughs> Diaries. He also did Vampire Diaries. I want to specify that the genders are reversed. I'm not being sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't assume so. We're good. Uh, so let's jump into the production of the movie. I actually don't have that much as is the case with most of our franchises, the first movie is just front-loaded with a ton of info, and then it progressively usually has less. Um, so we're directed by Steven Spielberg. You know him, you love him. It's produced by Gerald R. Mullen, Colin Wilson. You have a screenplay by David Kep, uh, but it, it's based on Michael Crichton's novel. As far as I know, it's not really that, you know, it's not super faithful to the novel. Okay. Uh, you got John Williams on the music again, which I got to say, I think he does a pretty excellent job in the movie. If anything <laughs> is really done excellently. It's him doing the, the score again. Yeah. 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 I like how you say John Williams on music. Like there was a question like, John, uh, I think I'm going to have you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, why don't we have you stick on music for one more? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But he, I, I thought it was cool because he brings in like more of a like natural sound to the the complex score of Jurassic Park. So it's like a play on it, but it doesn't it doesn't fall into what Star Wars sometimes falls into, where it's kind of just repeating things you've already heard. Even though I love the Star Wars scores, not knocking them, but this one felt like he did bring a pretty fresh perspective to it. Uh, um, I have never uh, noticed a, a score of a movie in my life. <laughs> Mike, Mike is a musician, so he yeah he I, picks I up on the I've been more into scores, but maybe I only noticed it when it was the Jurassic Park theme. Yeah, yeah, which I is mean, me that's too. true talent. 
Yeah, it well, it's it's cool because he he does more of like a um like natural drums and kind of tribal sound. Oh, I heard um, that. Yeah, he went to Africa yeah. right before this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. He's a and real Ludwig Göransson. <laughs> uh, don't worry, guys. I didn't get it either. <laughs> oh no, we know L- L- Ludwig. Ludwig. He he's the childish Gambino guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did the Black Panther yeah. score. Yeah. And we've covered Black Panther, so we have ranted about Mr. Gorenson. We love him. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> um, and then we have cinematography by, I'm going to try to do this right, Janusz Kaminski, who basically goes on to do like all of the rest of Spielberg's movies, for the most part. Minority, wow. Report, AI, Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List, Ready Player One. The Terminal. Blah, blah, blah. None, none He's of also done the Call pack. of the Wild. Yeah. What, what's that? None of those are in the pack. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I had to buy Minority Report on. No, I don't own Minority Report. That's foolish. No, I thought we owned it and it was like the worst DVD rip we've ever seen. That was from the library. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're big uh, go to the library and quote oh rent God. movies, people. Me too. Check out Canopy. Just talking about it today. Oh yeah, we got we got our canopy set up. Oh yeah. How how long did canopy? How long was canopy fun for you? How many? It's like six months tops. For I'm like I think I've seen all the A24, and now I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> I mean, I've only watched like two or three on it, I think. But one of them was an old Jackie Chan movie, uh, Police Story, which well, uh, uh, the. It's a cool movie, despite it being a police story. <laughs> All right. Well, here's what here's how you do canopy. You go online and use like Ranker or Rotten Tomatoes and find out what the best A24 movies are and watch them. That, yeah, that's a good rule of thumb. Anyone with a library par- card, you can wa- you can watch Canopy. Yep. Easy. Um, this movie comes out May twenty third, nineteen ninety seven. Seventy three million dollar budget. Domestically, it makes $229 million, and worldwide, it makes $618.5 million. Mm. Uh, so that's about $400 mil- million less than Jurassic Park. A wow. A little, little less than $400 million. So it's quite a, quite a drop. Yeah. Um, it's what was nominated the, for... Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Did you, no, no, go ahead. did you say the Rotten Tomato score? Not yet. See, I've never been a Rotten Tomatoes guy. I, I'm always a, uh, I'm an IMDb Metacritic guy. Oof. But I'd love, I'd love if you want to pull it up, throw those tomatoes at us. Yeah, yeah, I'll pull it up here. Give me um, 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll hit some more facts while you do it. Uh, it's nominated for Best Visual Effects. It's Crichton's, uh, the, the author, his first sequel, and he was initially resistant to the idea, but then he wrote a novel in 95. Uh, Spielberg is announced as director in 95 after Joe Johnston, who is going to go on to direct Jurassic Park 3, had okay. expressed interest in directing this. Okay. I almost um, don't want to say the Rotten Tomato score because it's too low. <laughs> what, what do we got? You got to hit us. Uh, 51%. 51%. And that's also the exact same uh, audience score. Oof. Wow. Yeah. That's... It's really That's down low. There ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Da, 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 da. <laughs> In case you were wondering, uh, some of it, some of it is is filmed in Humboldt County, which is right below us. So I had to shout that out to our 
listeners who are nearby. Oh, yeah. I've been um, paid in weed in uh, Humboldt County. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the original idea was the Barbasol can. Remember in the first movie, the Barbasol yes. can has all the DNA? Of course. Why, I don't understand why they didn't do that. Yeah, so the idea was that was DNA and it was just going to get out and they were... It was going to become... Di- like someone would find it and try and make their own okay. park. But okay. do they do that in Jurassic World? Seems Is that like the whole plot of Jurassic died. World? It fell out of his jacket. It rolled away. I don't think that's viable anymore. Yeah. Right? Just um, in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. You know, But I mean, also- those fossils survived a long time, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they survived. <laughs> They're just waiting, hanging out. <laughs> the at the beginning of Lost World, when you see John Hammond's office, he's got an elephant tusk on the desk that really offended me, and now I think it was foreshadowing. Kevin Smith's ah. tusk. No. <laughs> Did you guys see Tusk? Oh, yeah. we have seen Tusk. That's the best prank to pull on people. Is throwing <laughs> that movie Mike, on. Micah pulled it on me. <laughs> No, you're not going to throw up uncontrollably for an hour. Yeah, I, the, the scene when um, Justin Long's sitting at the table in the wheelchair and he just says, I can't feel my legs. It was like one of, it felt so wrong yeah. and like scary and gross to me. And we didn't even get to the walrus stuff yet. I know, it's disgusting. Lyra and I have seen it seven times. <laughs> <laughs> we, we call it date night <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's like a rare movie that's I, I, I feel like it kind of is I, it, it's it's bad but I cannot help but say that it is a genius movie I don't for think my it's, personal self it's yeah. too it's too interesting for me to write it off yeah it stays with me you know it's like in the 99th percentile of, of a movie staying with me <laughs> Also, Tusk and, is one of my favorite Fleetwood Mac songs. When is that played in there? Oh, it plays. It plays. Plays. <laughs> plays in the climax. Don't worry about it. Also, if we uh, have a boy, it's going to be named Tusk after the movie. Oh, cool. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, good luck with that. Um, that's interesting. Um, that's that's my notes. Jordan, okay. hit us with with the actors. So in past episodes, we had already covered Jeff Goldblum, Julianne Moore. I think that was the only two big two people. Yeah. So we have Pete Postlethwaite. Postlethwaite? I can't pronounce. Sure. There we go. Thank you. Um, so he is the hunter who wanted to get the T-Rex. Yeah. Uh, he is in Usual Suspects, Inception, The Town, Clash of the Titans. I'm just hitting highlights. Yeah. Um. And then we have Vince Vaughn, which like shocked me because I've never seen this movie and I like don't know a single thing about this movie. Crazy, crazy to me. She kept every time an actor came on, she'd be like, wait, what? Yeah, it, it was, I'm, it's almost in a way made a little worth it that it took me this long to watch it. Yeah. Um, so we have Vince Vaughn. He's in The Breakup, Wedding Crashers, Dodgeball, True Detective, The Internship, Zoolander, Mr. And Mrs. Smith. And then... <laughs> Arliss Howard, who plays the lawyer. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's in Full Metal Jacket. Uh, oh. He's also in Moneyball, Concussion, and the show Medium. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then Vanessa Chester, who plays Jeff Wilblum's, um daughter. 
um she is in she's all that malcolm in the middle 17 again how i met your mother and then like so many other tv yeah shows. but she's oh, only dang. got twelve thousand instagram followers so it, she can't be doing that great really yeah, yeah we just looked her wow up. oh she man maybe the, we'll have to have her on <laughs> she was the best the best friend in harriet the spy yes i did see that too oh okay yes, which has the girl from snow day britney snow yeah. remember that movie I don't remember. Oh, I thought- well, I remember the movie. I don't. I don't remember Who's actors the in the movie. Okay, <laughs> big movie for my childhood. Um, and then Peter Stormare. I don't know if that's how you pronounce Peter it. Peter Stormare. Uh, he is, yeah. yeah, he's in Fargo, Constantine, um, Armageddon. I guess he's in Twenty Two Jump Street. I don't remember that. And oh, then I don't remember that he's in John Wick Two, and then Tim and Eric. I was really racking oh, yeah, my he's brain. He's in a great Tim and Eric him. episode. I couldn't remember. What was that? I was really racking my brain with him. It was Fargo that I couldn't place. Yeah, you're like, what's that voice from? Because he doesn't talk. (laughs) I know. Every time I see him and he talks, I'm like, you're talking too much. (laughs) What was kind of weird is, so I was watching this making of uh, documentary thing on the movie, and Spielberg said, you know the scene where he gets attacked by all the tiny dinosaurs? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He said that was kind of his like nod and like revenge for him being so evil in Fargo. What? Really? Is what Spielberg said. Kind of jokingly, yeah. you know? But I thought that that what scene if Spielberg was, like, was really so... mad when he watched Fargo and he's like, that piece of shit. <laughs> that motherfucker, just... I'm gonna get him. <laughs> like, I, I feel like one of the problems in the movie that's like a little bit of a, it's less of a problem, but I just feel like the movie has, it's very, um, it kind of feels like someone trying to be cool with the way they're just like killing random people in kind of weird ways. Oh, really? You feel that way? Like, like it's just so aggressive the way he's killed. It's terrifying and for it's, sure. And it's and like that that one guy who's just running into a store and he gets picked up. I know it is a dinosaur movie. I understand that, but I feel like in Jurassic Park, it, it was a little more like, oh, the the lawyer kind of deserved it, or just to strike fear. And in this one, it's kind of like, isn't that cool? We just killed that guy that was trying to help huh. him get off the trailer that's just like yeah, oh I, yeah this there's a lot of uh parts in this movie that just feel like uh that's movie making you know it's like so <laughs> yeah. it, it, like when uh peter stormare jumps over the log and then all you see are the dinosaurs jumping over the log uh you don't see him anymore getting attacked and then the blood you know comes down the stream mm-hmm. um that's uh that's it's just like that's a movie <laughs> that's a fucking movie he's not hiding that it's a movie he's saying this is a movie and uh, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming that you two are not crazy about the movie. I'm getting that sense. Is that No, it's fine. I mean, I, you know, I loved it in the theater. I've seen this movie a bunch. I had it on VHS okay. and I rewatched it. I, I've seen, you know, the first three um, a ton of times each. And I really enjoy uh, the Jurassic Park franchise. And as much as I can shit on it, after not having seen it for a while, you know, you grow up, <laughs> you know, if I haven't seen right. this movie in a decade, you're like, wow, okay, there's, uh, we've moved on uh, from uh, <laughs> a lot of this type of movie making. Um, Lyra was um, offended when they uh, called out his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I just did. Like, right I just right when she shows like, up at the beginning. Yeah. Well, I was like, you casted her. Yeah. When Vince Vaughn was like, yes. uh, like, oh, I don't really, I don't see the resemblance. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. Like, <laughs> Why do you, we don't need that line. You cast her in no. that part. It was really, yeah. we, it was like a really weird call out. I hated it. I also, 
yeah hated can we get or can i am i oh also we watched uh jurassic park and they the it like in the first minute of jurassic park they kill a black guy yes we actually yeah, we talked, talked about, about that yeah. on yeah. our jurassic park episode yeah well, and it's, then in this one the the you know it's like i'm expecting deaths from all angles um but i'm not expecting a dog oh the dog oh, that's that, a bummer yeah. it was so was, unnecessary yes. yeah when i when so the the guy who was trying to save them from the trailer uh when he died i was just like that's not fair <laughs> <laughs> that guy yeah. was like a really good guy and just trying to do his best and then he just gets split in half by two t-rex and then yeah later on in the movie with the dog like i was just like you better not kill that dog yeah I'm so pissed. yeah he oh, hid. Man, i didn't like that he hid in his house leave him alone you can't see yeah. him if he doesn't move yes yeah but i the- didn't like that yeah and, th- and i feel like that that happens throughout the movie and it's just a little like ah no, I, that's not why I like Jurassic Park to just see people die. Right. Like I like the philosophical quandaries and seeing cool dinosaurs and fun characters. And this movie has the dinosaurs covered. I'll give it that. <laughs> but um, I like to think that they had a scene. You know, like after the T Rex leaves, you notice that the dog is like hiding under the house or something. And then <laughs> yeah. and they left that in the movie. And then uh, they showed it to test audiences, and the te- the test audiences are like, no. Kill the yeah. dog. <laughs> these these are the people that are that are like, a, a movie has to be dark. I don't like movies that are not dark. Yeah, they're Kill like, them all. cut that dog surviving, please, or else this isn't a real movie. Yeah, I guess. Dogma ninety five <laughs> rules. <laughs> well, let's let's jump through. Let's start plowing through the plot here. Okay. So, movie starts with this family on Isla Sorna. And I was very confused by this family because there's three of them and there's like eight crew members that are serving them. It's just a little odd to me. Don't know what they do or what's going on. Don't need to. Yeah. Just kind of interesting. Uh, And then we have the little girl goes off to the side and she gets attacked by all the little... I forgot what those are called, like... They're little dinosaurs. Little dinos. And um, <laughs> to me, I think that's a cool intro to the movie. I, I like I like the intro. And it's that one's not too graphic in terms of like what the... That, that makes sense in the Jurassic Park world I to me. I think for a movie that's still pretty early on with CGI stuff. And the CGI for the most part, I think still like still looks pretty good compared like for what it was but uh i could tell that it's like oh it's a kid acting with things that aren't really there right well that's how it felt and it's also like a a continuation of the theme of like rich people think this is just for fun yes yeah like they're like oh we're gonna go on this tropical picnic and this is this is uh, one of our perks of being in the one percent and it's like no this is very dangerous and it was that, that stuff reminds me of like when they say like during the civil war, like families would, yeah. would just take a picnic out to watch the war, watch a battle. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's bonkers. Cause like yeah. he, they couldn't what? hit like the guy in front of them with the musket ball. It's like, they're not going to do like a ricochet shot up into the, you know, on the hill where the rich family is picnicking. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting thought. I haven't thought yeah. about it like that. Well, and, and, uh, so this this movie kind of carries over that that message of like you know naturalism versus science, and then also 
there is that capitalist like this doesn't really work mm-hmm. which i like that that's still a theme in the movie um but uh I, I, it does it does fall into much more like let's make an action movie whereas the first movie is not that way and yeah. that's that's my biggest qualm with it yeah cinco muertes to capitalism <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was another thing that lyra got really mad about <laughs> was that uh richard schiff didn't know how to uh didn't know what muertes mean <laughs> oh yeah. i just love how all these like absolutely insane experts have to have everything explained to them <laughs> right the now five... cinco how yes. i'm sorry i didn't <laughs> <laughs> um so then we we cut to the, the remember the mom is screaming and then it cuts to jeff goldblum yawning yeah which i'm gonna be okay with that transition 100 percent of the time in any movie ever yes and, uh, you know, he's on a subway. We're seeing, like, some city stuff, which is kind of interesting to I see. I would say that the guy who talks to him on the subway, that actor gave it his all <laughs> yeah. in that scene. Hey, ain't you the guy that I saw yeah, on, the, on the TV? Yeah, so angry? What was that guy's backstory? <laughs> yeah, he was so just in his face. How dare you be that scientist? <laughs> you know, I believe this is you. I sure as did. <laughs> is it you, Liam Neeson's? <laughs> <laughs> but then we go to Hammond's house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as I've said before, Spielberg is the master of blocking shots. And he does those great oneers where the camera will just sit there and slowly move around a room. And you don't even really realize it's one shot, but it's like... Th- you know, 60 seconds of actors just acting. And I'm always going to be excited about that. So there's a lot of like the lawyer and Goldblum talking about stuff. And, and this is when I feel like I, I my brain just kind of switches off because it's like I'm here to see dinosaurs and people run. And he's talking about chapter 11. Yeah, and I, I like, like it so okay, quick. They're like, but a bunch of people died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We covered it up. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> Everything's <right. laughs> fine. Everything's fine now. But see, to me. I thought in a world where sequels don't operate the way they do, what I would love to see is the uh, the firm legal drama that ensues after Jurassic Park as the sequel to Jurassic Park, uh, like John Grisham novel. That's what <laughs> that <laughs> you is want my this like to play out like The Wire. <laughs> yeah. Every season is just a new version of the Fallout. Yeah, just a slow, slow burn like. Two and a half legal drama, you know, this, yeah, this young the, prosecutor. They take the velociraptors to the Cayman Islands and then push them off cliffs. I, <laughs> I watched The Firm recently, so I got a pretty specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while for me, so I'm just going to assume that you mean that I forgot that there are velociraptors in that movie. Um, moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, but so we find out about like the non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some thrilling stuff for me. I'm all about hearing about non-disclosure NDAs. cover-ups. See, that that's why I'm telling you, as I'm older, I want the sequel to be no dinos, all legal drama. Elizabeth Warren would get rid of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we go to um, basic, you know, set up the plot. It's like, there was a family there. We, we got to have you guys go over there and just study some dinosaurs. So they head over there. We find Jeff Goldblum has a daughter. They point out stuff that we don't need them to point out. Uh, <laughs> we get there. There's the the five muertos or the cinco muertos. And for those of you who don't know what that means, that means the five deaths. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, I know that's not <laughs> super common to understand. <laughs> and then we're on the island. And it's supposed to just be, like, isn't it just set up as, as it's scientific again? Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's well, all yeah, there is. It's, there's no real ahead. point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, they, so they go there because Hammond had, okay, so he has Jurassic Park, but then he's like, I have a secret other one over here. Yes, that's very convenient for a movie. So go to this one where all these other dinosaurs are roaming free. So I guess that's it. Right, that's where they were breeding them. That's what I believe they did this. um, They used this technique in the movie Contact as well, where they built that like spaceship thing, uh, and then she, and then it blew up, and they were like, uh, "Well, you know, the U.S. government is never about saving money, so instead of building one, we built two. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Go do it again, and then it works." Cool. <laughs> but then um, one of the funniest things about this scene, and I, I do want to say up front, we're, we're kind of, you know, we're analyzing, we're nitpicking a little bit. I do actually, I would say I like this movie. I don't love it, and I do have some huge problems with it, but I want to front load that. I, I, it's, to me, it's like a, it's a solid 6 out of 10, whereas Jurassic Park is a 10 out of 10. So that's kind of where I stand on it. But um it is very funny that we meet Sarah, who's played by Julianne Moore, and she proceeds to like go up to this dinosaur and pet it, and she's taking all these pictures and stuff like that. And then in the following scene, she talks about how they need to make sure that they don't touch anything, oh, that yeah. they're, they're here to observe and not make any impact on the environment. Well, she just didn't want Vince Vaughn to smoke. Yeah. Uh, that's a good, that would, maybe that's the move next time if you are really anti-smoking. You just need to... You're like, hey, look, I'm a traveler from the future, and if you smoke (laughs) that cigarette, I may never get back home. (laughs) (laughs) When he did take out the cigarette, I just made me think of Alien Covenant, when that guy's just smoking a cigar on an alien planet. And it's just like, yeah, that makes no sense. But you know, he's from Greenpeace, so he gets it. Sure. He knows when it's appropriate to smoke and when it's not. So, okay, where, where do we go from here? Sarah talks about how they shouldn't interact. Oh, then th- this is when the engine, uh, um, the company engine, the, all the helicopters come in and the hunters yes. drop down. And man, that hunter, what is his name again? Pete R- Rosen? Uh, Peter Stormare, and then there's Pete Postlethwaite. Postlethwaite. That guy just has a face. I love that I guy. Love his he intro. rules. And. He's a little much for the movie, but I'm all on board every time he's on screen. He's just too captivating to me. And yeah, he, you know, he's ha- um he's the priest in Romeo and Juliet, and that's another big moment for me in high school. Uh, was uh, on uh, the day of uh, my ring ceremony. I skipped it because I had won tickets on the radio to go see an early premiere of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> You're talking like the Leonardo DiCaprio, Bosnia uh, Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, it's, okay. It's actually called William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. I had a girl in high school who uh, yelled, who like corrected me and said it's Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Got to get that plus in there. Just like every time you say once upon a time in Hollywood, you have to say once upon a time, period, 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 in Hollywood. That's... That's how you have to say it, or else, like, 
no one will think that you know anything about movies. I'm writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the hunters arrive. We have the sequence where they're kind of like, look, we can do special effects now. Yeah. So this is what I think about this. When they introduce like the hunters and stuff, it's just like there are so many people in this movie. Yeah. And there's just so much that I'm supposed to care about, maybe. And like, I, I feel like what I would have done is have the Jeff Goldblum team just go in with this hunting team and they like the Jeff Goldblum team doesn't know what that hunting team is doing. Right. Does that make sense? It just is like, it just is a lot. Right. To me. It did seem like, like the hunting team came and there were uh, 150 of them for yes. why yeah. were there yeah. so many of them? I would say when yes. it comes to the CGI, they were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't think about whether or not they <laughs> should. <laughs> and I did not write that down. Yeah. Yeah, that's, wow. I mean, that's the joke about the series, though. It's so funny because it'd be, it, it really is the classic case of like, you make the first movie and then you never touch it again. I do like the, I, I mean, we'll see about when I, when we rewatch it, because again, I like to go in fresh every time, but I do like the idea of them actually making a park one day, but I'm not so certain that that was executed perfectly <laughs> that park like was so small in, in jurassic world i like the basic idea of like they opened a park and but i i don't i don't i don't even remember most of that movie Me so either. i gotta i gotta go fresh but uh, jurassic park two and three are kind of like dinosaurs we gotta stop them again just like we did in the first movie and then jurassic world kind of turns into that unfortunately i, I anyway. still don't understand like um I, I'm sure they could make it work. Like, there's no reason that they haven't built a Jurassic Park. And quite frankly, it makes me furious. Uh, figure it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Amber's <laughs> there. Yeah, we yeah. got that dinosaur DNA. Hey, SeaWorld's going great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, imagine how, how well people would take care of uh, dinosaurs. <laughs> hey, look, the dinosaurs weren't anywhere. Okay, we made them. We built them. <laughs> we used them. Sorry. Well, yeah, there there is that I guy mean, that says something. He said along we created them, so we do what we want. Yeah. So and, I guess that's it. Yeah. And then you know, whenever that park opens, flash forward forty years, and you know there's going to be like a Joe Exotic of like pterodactyls or something like that. Yeah. And that whole series, the pterodactyl king, in our <laughs> you know alternate universe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. you're really not talking us out of it. Joe pre prehistoric. <laughs> Oh, we already got it. <laughs> mm, yes. Yes. And not as good um, as your last one, but very good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I tried to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have all of that. They're capturing dinosaurs. Um, there, There is the cool like set where the T-Rex the, the has its nest, which I like. Yeah. I like that set a lot. That was pretty cool. Um and the sound editor said that they were using walrus noises for oh. all the like whistling Tusk. sounds of like dinosaurs in the Tusk. distance that are like, Ooh. Oh. oh, okay. So it brings it back to Tusk. Cool. Yeah. We're, we're bringing this episode around. Um, and you know, the hunter is like, I got to hunt a T-Rex. It's for my own reasons. I just got to yeah, get, what was buck. that about? Just write a reason. That's, was that like the, uh, the screenwriter was like just lazy. And why does he want <laughs> yeah. one so bad? I, uh, don't worry about it. It's pretty easy to just say, like, 
He just wants to hunt the most dangerous animal. Yeah, it's like, you don't need an excuse. There's hunters. <laughs> that seems like a good one. Yeah. But then, you know, they capture the dinosaurs, and I, I'm still, I would say, even on a rewatch, I'm still, like, pretty into the movie at this point. I, I You know, it's clearly not, like, as good as the original, but I'm, I'm tracking with it, and I'm like, this is fun. I, I'm enjoying seeing these cool dinos. And I, I, I'm a sucker for any animatronic. Anytime an animatronic shows up, yeah. I, I'm like drooling. Um, but they have them. They, 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 the hunters put them in their camp and they have them caged. And then our, our heroes decide to come down and break them all out during this live feed Zoom corporate meeting that's describing the park that they're going to open in San Diego. And when they do that, there's a pretty crazy shot where that triceratops runs through like yeah. it's a it's a real animatronic and plows through the tent. Oh, that was real? Yeah, I'm mean, there's the full body shots, it is CG. Yeah. But all of the stuff where you're just seeing its head and stuff, that's all animatronic. That's Stan Winston. And I love that. Yeah. I'm always going to be okay with that. Yeah, we were too preoccupied in that moment um just thinking about how Vince Vaughn was like uh what julianne moore was like what are we gonna do you know it's like there's all these guys and then uh, vince Vaughn's like yeah that's why hammond sent me it's like what, what oh yeah what are you <laughs> talking about <laughs> you're right. you have not set up your character well enough that you are now no, rambo no. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I don't, do, do you guys I, I feel like vince Vaughn just disappeared he yeah, what happened, what's happened to his character? yeah we had a conversation about whether he died or not and we had to look it up to see that he did not Okay. He just went on his merry way. Well, it just doesn't mention. I looked up. I mean, I, I, I looked it on various websites. I looked, you know, I had a full breakdown of every character who dies in Lost World, and Nick was not <laughs> on it. That, that, huh. Yeah, he just. It's weird, too, because Spielberg is very. I mean, people criticize him for this, and I. I don't, uh, but he, he likes to, like, really wrap things up in a bow and, like, complete a story. And not leaving loose ends and stuff like that. So it's very weird that in this movie, there's an entire character that we just don't. He they show up in San Diego and you and you don't see him again. Yeah, I, I, think, I assume he's fine. He's probably got another um, got another beat in Iraq. You know, he's off uh, on yep. another story. <laughs> well, I mean, like you were saying though, he's he's the he's the Rambo type. He knows how to open locks with keys. So that's why he <laughs> John Hammond brought him along. Smart, smart. Yeah, <laughs> which you know that is t like a scientist. They don't they don't have the 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 dexterity in their fingers to twist those locks. So you got to bring in the big sure. guns. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a smoker. He probably just couldn't keep up with them and sat down on a stump and just. <laughs> and then they just <laughs> forgot about him. Yeah. But now let's get to the the trailer scene. Where they, they have the, I, I know, listener, I'm sure you've seen the movie, so we're skipping stuff, of course. But um, they have the baby T-Rex, which again, real animatronic. Pretty and crazy. that thing looks fantastic. That thing is crazy. Yeah. They bring it into the trailer. Sarah's trying to fix the broken leg. Um, and then the you have the buildup to like the T-Rex are coming. I That part is pretty terrifying. I think it's a pretty good sequence. It is funny, though, because they're like, what's better than one T-Rex in a sequel? How about two T-Rexes? Different but ages. <laughs> 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 uh, 
But it is pretty effective when they look out the one window and then they turn and look out the other and you're like, oh no, this is not good. Yeah. And not only that, the trailer just eventually just dangling off a cliff. It's a pretty long scene, I have to say. I think it's too long. Otherwise, I think it'd be like right up there for me with with like some of his best directed stuff. But the sequence, I feel, is like it overstays its welcome a little bit. It's just I, I feel like the intro stuff just took so long. And then we finally get to the island and then this part takes so long. It's exhausting. And then they finally meet up with the hunter people. And then there's a whole other like two more action sequences. And then we get to san diego and i'm just thinking when is this movie ending right because it really just never feels like it's like getting there there's no way to watch this movie and not think what the fuck are we doing in san diego yeah (laughs) well and there's also no way to think oh okay spielberg just wanted to do a a godzilla moment yeah that's why this is here because if I, I remember right, he actually he threw out the original ending and added that on while they were filming. Because he was like, it'd be cooler if he went, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the original uh, Little Shop of Horrors ending. <laughs> <laughs> he uh-huh. just he just was like, no, let's let's take him to San Diego. I've you know I like the old movies and I wanna I wanna do that. Which I I get the temptation. You give me seventy three million dollars, I'm probably gonna want to recreate some stuff that I really like, but. Doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should, which is, again, the the thesis of the series. Well, if you want, um, we could do Princess Bride again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so if that movie comes out on Quibi, it's just watching it vertically on your phone? Well, it's not watching it. It would be on Quibi. How would you watch it? Right. You know, what, That's are you looking at Quibi? Baffling. <laughs> also, so yeah, because... I've I've seen a video of someone watching a movie and they they film them vertically, which is not super fun to watch. Um, and then also, would it mean that it's in bite sized chunks? Because uh, that's the whole thing. I think it would. Yeah, probably. Although I don't know. I mean, Quibi was a disaster, so they're probably making a lot of left turns. I mean, they're gonna True. they're gonna their biggest thing was that it 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 was definitely not going to be able to be watched on the television. And now it is um, like they're releasing one for, you know, TV apps in a month or so, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, not front, you know, uh, portrait landscape. I'm sure it's all out the window. Uh, well, I'm I'm really glad that you know so much about Quibi. I think it's become sort of everyone's tiny little obsession during quarantine when when they want to break from the badness it's like let's see how quibi's doing <laughs> i've never i have not downloaded quibi i just quibi hangs over los angeles like a cloud <laughs> because they just had so much money and they were just dropping it in the most random places i um i didn't uh, i'm not i'm not on any quibi thing but i did almost do a punked episode um, but at the last minute, the, um, where are those guys? The twins, the Dolan twins, they backed out. <laughs> so my bit got scrapped. Um, so uh, I'm not getting any Quibi money, which is why I'm so against it. Oh, and I think you are, uh, justified in being that. Thank way. you. Finally. <laughs> I, and, and you know, your whole thing, I mean, with your podcast and everything is you just want, you want to sell out. That's your thing. Please, right? I, I can be bought. Yes, any amount of money <laughs> to do nearly anything. Or mostly, stop doing stuff. 
you know, I don't, there's nothing I'm married to. Before Get Rich Nick, we had a Netflix podcast and the goal was to get Netflix to pay us to stop making it. Yeah. It's like, you want us to stop <laughs> shitting on your shows? You give me some money. I'll stop doing no this. Way. Yeah. But in, is this, yeah. Is this still out there? <laughs> I mean, it's still up, but we haven't made a new episode. Uh, we stopped at the end of last year. It was me and Will Miles. Well, now I know what to do when I when I get ca- caught up every week on all my other podcasts. There you go. Go back and see what was going on in 2019 on Netflix. <laughs> um, so we have the vehicle thing. Then everyone's trying to just mad rush get off the island. And there, that, that I do say another terrifying scene for me is when they're in the waterfall, and that guy that actually scared me. I, I was leaning a, back on my couch, clutching my chest because yeah. that was pretty freaking scary. He not only has the snake going into his shirt, <laughs> but he then gets eaten by a T Rex. That was a uh, scary. And it really pops out of that waterfall. I mean, the that's, red, yeah. The what? The red? There's blood in the waterfall? No, no. I'm just saying when the T-Rex pops out, oh. that, that is so scary, and it can just barely not reach them. Yeah. That's when I'm like, okay, you got me back, movie. I'm on board. But there, Here we go. there is that the blood in the waterfall when he eats that guy by the arm. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, again, like the amount of blood you would have needed to change the color of the waterfall is <laughs> right. from much more than one guy's arm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yep. just that's movie making that's yep, movie that's making. A movie baby i mean i i gotta admit though if i'm on set there's no way i'm resisting that i i mean how could you not so just put someone's like someone's like we got the blood spielberg what do you want us to do you gotta just go with it that's what i would have done so it sounds like you'll do just about anything just well, for fun in a movie. Well, if I, I mean, if someone gives me $73 million, I'm probably going to make a lot of the same mistakes that this movie makes because I could see how fun it would be to make this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, it's just more dinosaurs. How are people not going to love it? And you're just like, yeah, that li-, you're like a kid in a candy shop. I can't yeah, wait yeah, to yeah. see who you hire to help you make this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they fire whoever, who's ever directing Jurassic Park or Jurassic World Dominion. And then I'm going to wrap the series up in a nice little bow as my first directorial acting any credit that I have. Um, I'll be taking over one of the world's biggest franchises. Congratulations. Yeah. I think maybe we'll add Palpatine into the mix and have a crossover. Whoa. Yeah. You know, you got to add Palpatine to any last entry of a series. That's the new rule. Sure. Why not? Um, why why not? If you have the money, what's stopping you? Um, there's also so in this sequence, you know, then there's the Velociraptor sequence where they're where they're attacking Goldblum and um Sarah and his daughter does the gymnastics mm-hmm. sequence. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> oh yeah, that was a big hit at our house. <laughs> <laughs> That's just and, and he even it's it's bad enough that she does it, but then he even goes, They cut you from the team? She does so much extra stuff. Well, yeah. And then you remember when Vince Vaughn was like, uh, wow, I don't see the resemblance to your (laughs) skills, Goldblum. (laughs) Yeah. Misstep there. Miss miss swing there, actually. Sure. Um, And then I guess we're already at San Diego. Am I right? Am I am I am I missing anything that you two would like to talk about in that first two hours? No, San Diego's that's 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 where the meat is. 
Okay, well, the meat of that dog. Uh, please, <laughs> please take take over and and tell us. You walk us through the San Diego. Okay, well, they delicate they delicately enter San Diego <laughs> um, by crashing into the pier. I guess um, the the T Rex had gotten out and caused some yeah. some some hell on the boat, and then he started driving it. And T Rexes can't drive. Well, it is a little bit confusing uh, because something has previously happened where the person the captain is dead but the t-rex is yeah. still contained yeah you're he's right he's laying well, there dead keeping him contained actually i know the answer to this question Great. Myra. that's movie making that's a <laughs> <Wow>. movie <laughs> mr spielberg if i have if i have 30 seconds with steven spielberg <laughs> <laughs> how did it do how did it drive the ship and lock itself in the storage container right this movie they is got canceled. those tiny arms <laughs> uh then there's a bunch of driving around and uh racing around and you know destruction happening eating dogs scaring people um that's about it it is really <laughs> it is Very a lot true. of just destruction yeah yep. it's like you said I, it was just his god godzilla stepping on stuff mm-hmm. which Ah, uh, it reminded me of Jurassic World, which I didn't love. Um, yeah, it was like a lot. I almost felt like I was like watching oh, yeah, it again. They just killed so many people, like regular people. Yeah, yeah. right. A bus driver. The... Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and in in Jurassic World, when you bring up that point, I remember there's that scene where the pterodactyl comes yeah. down and like takes the Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant away mm-hmm. and it like chomps at it then it throws it to another one mm-hmm. and then i think it throws it to a third one and then she gets like thrown in water and then the mosasaurus comes up and eats her and you're just like oh my gosh did she she, she didn't seem that bad she just was doing a good job why 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 did you have to aggressively she, murder her like that she didn't keep her high heels on oh that is a big thing yeah i do you remember the high heels jordan no oh there's a very specific shot of bryce dallas howard like they even do a close-up of her heels as she's running away from the t-rex with a flare oh so yeah i like remember nothing about that movie and i think there's even slow motion like as she's as she's (laughs) you know landing each step we're gonna get to it. We yeah, get you'll it. get to it. <laughs> that's that's yeah. two weeks. We don't want to spoil <laughs> everything for the audience. <laughs> yeah, you guys got I a hell of a month coming up. But then <laughs> uh, really do. Jeff Goldblum thinks about how much he uh, disappointed his daughter, and they realize that these T Rexes are better parents. So they use the baby T Rex yeah. to lure them back into their ship hull. Yeah. Did I miss anything? I think I no. think that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. They aggressively murder the lawyer, who's kind of the one of the first people that really kind of deserves a murder. I think, mm-hmm. but yeah. even him, but he's like the bad guy. Yeah, so you have yeah. to save him. There's so many um, bad guys in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> he does what happened it? to the oh. what, the the hunter guy. He uh, he and Vince Vaughn are hanging him? out. I yeah, apparently. I think they did show him though. I just can't remember. I don't know why didn't they he get killed. 
I don't know why that the um, younger Hammond is so vilified. You know, I mean, the older Hammond, none of this would have happened if he wasn't such a megalomaniac wanting to recreate right. dinosaurs. I mean, he's the baddest one of all. They shouldn't be here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, I have nothing to say. You're right. Is that too much of a hot take? <laughs> I think it was a bad idea. <laughs> no, uh, so I want to throw this. So I've already pitched that I want the legal drama. Okay, we already know that I want that. But let's set that aside. When I saw the ship coming in, and it crashes in. I know we were we were kind of making fun of it a little bit, but I kind of thought this would have been kind of a an interesting intro to the movie. And the next the movie is like a dinosaur out there. And like I know in San Diego, yeah, because it feels tacked on in this movie. But if if like the opening of the movie is like, hey, that ship's coming in, it crashes. We'll pretend that somehow the storage thing actually makes sense this time, and then the T Rex gets out. That could be a pretty interesting movie. It would be, Although it is yeah. Godzilla. That's the problem. It's Godzilla, yeah. but it would at least be, you know, the first movie has so much exposition, which I get, and it, they do it in a really good way. And this movie, it's just so much more exposition again. And it might be more interesting for a sequel where it starts just like that. And yeah. throughout the movie, they're they're getting all the exposition. Right. Yeah, all, all, all we can agree on for sure is that they should not have gone to San Diego. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's, you know, like I said, Spielberg making a bad movie, still a pretty good movie for the most part. Um, so it still looks fantastic and he still is just a master at directing. And uh, if you guys disagree with that, you're actually legally appearing on the podcast, not allowed to say that you don't like Spielberg. Uh, no worries. Um, no, I'm I'm I wake up every morning and I pray he doesn't get me to <laughs> that would oh man i don't even want to think about that uh i hope yeah i pray the same thing you won't have to i'm doing all the thinking for society <laughs> but um yeah that's that's the movie i mean I, it's kind of i mean it's like what is there to say because it's the same movie yeah yeah nobody dressed up like all the goonies characters so we missed out on that um, did you guys cover that in the last one? Wait, what? Um, Wayne, not- I thought you were just making a joke oh, there. no, this was like discovered recently. It was, a great it was like, yeah. Um, uh, he dresses up in, he has three different outfits in the movie and each of them are from a different Goonie. Wait, wh- which person? Um, Wayne Knight, the, 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 the fat guy who lost the Barbasol. Are you Whoa. serious? No, yeah. So you can oh, look man. at, I mean, just Google it right now. And there's people who have done side by sides. Yeah. Let me, let me pull that up. Um, apologize for the radio silence, but I'll edit it out. So no, no, this right. is, people are riveted. I don't think they would even notice the silence. <laughs> Could you imagine, imagine how, how disappointed they're going to be when you find out I've made it all up. No way. No, this no, is... no. It's real. <laughs> that rules. Oh yeah. Do you see it? Yeah. 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 yeah it's really funny. Is, is that, um. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Has anyone from production been like, "Yeah, that was intentional," or it's still just like, "We know you did it." I don't know, why. but it looks close. I mean, it's like I don't have any questions after you look at the side by sides. You're right. like, "They're definitely doing it. That is not an accident." Yeah, and I mean, that's a Spielberg produced movie, yeah. so it's like he's attached to that material. Yeah. Wonder if there are other things that he's been involved in that have similar things. Like, if there's a third movie, you can tack onto this. Well, yeah. Of- 
of Jurassic Park? Of Jurassic Park Goonies, same costume if he has a third movie that mm. he was involved in. Oh. That has similar costumes. Mm, I guess we have to watch all of everything that he's yeah, ever there's, been Yeah, there's just of. like if a- anyone's uh, dressed up like a male character, that's an, that's an ode, <laughs> ode to Newman. But, you know, he does have the, him and, him and George Lucas, you know, they're buds, and there's like, there's like stuff and symbols and stuff like that that are in, uh, you know, the Temple, or not the Temple of Doom, but like Raiders of the Lost Ark, like C-3PO and R2-D2 are like in hieroglyphs. Yeah. And then in, you know, Solo, there was the idol from, La- you know, so he, they, they do like a, f- a thing back and forth because they're What a buddies, fun thing but, for um, friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I like the movie. I don't love the movie. And if it was not directed by Spielberg, I don't think I would care too much about it. But it's, I just like Spielberg, as has been abundantly clear, and I don't need to say any more. <laughs> this one just makes me wish I was watching the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's um yeah. it it's a fun, you know, it's a fun trilogy. Uh yeah, if you were just taking the second and third ones on their own merit, I'm not sure you would be talking about it on a podcast, but as a trilogy, uh sure. it's it's so much fun still. Yeah. And Jordan has not seen Jurassic Park 3, so that's going to be kind of interesting for her. I guess there's a third island. I think it's a third <laughs> island, right? We've done it again. <laughs> We've done it again, again. Um, yeah, do you two have anything else I don't else think on it's the movie? a third island. I think they might go back to the first island or something. Oh, really? Or go back to this island. Yeah. I, I don't think there's three islands. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I sure. It's yeah, not third it, it has been, yeah. But you know what? In that development meeting, they said, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, why don't we just not mention it? <laughs> They won't but remember. Yeah, do, you, <laughs> do you two want to say anything else about the movie or even the franchise? Because even though you won't be with us for the rest of the episode, so if you want to have a couple of points about anything else, we'd love to hear it. Um, no, I, I mean, as far as the franchise goes, uh, I, I hate Lost World so much. Um, Jurassic World or Lost World? I mean, sorry, Jurassic World. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know why it's like, it elicits so much from me. I just, um, I guess I was just mad they made it. Um, sure. <laughs> but, and I haven't gone back and watched it again and I didn't watch the one that came after it. Um, but, um, Oh, the one that came after Nick. Oh my goodness. Is that what I, I just, really need to see? I, well, it depends. <laughs> I just went and saw the movie without jordan and when i came home you know i think i saw it at like 10 and she had work in the morning and i think i kept her up for like an hour just ranting about the movie yeah it's true and walking her through everything and how like it was hurting my brain so much <laughs> like trying to process what i saw because they take all the worst parts of lost world and they make it the plot of fallen kingdom yeah i don't it's also the uh, the evolution <laughs> the evolution of um of chris pratt is like you know um is always sad <laughs> you yeah. know from like a really funny guy that i really liked <laughs> to just like just uh just a just a, a, a glass of milk <laughs> yeah and the the their jurassic world is like what hits that the hardest also sure. his new wife 
Her dad was like America's biggest action star. Yeah. And then she married America's biggest action star. And I just, I can't be a part of, a party to this. <laughs> I, I didn't even he think re- of He refused that. to go to the wedding. <laughs> oh, you didn't go. <laughs> no, oh, man. No, no, no. Not until she marries a loser. Because <laughs> we could have maybe met you then if you'd have gone. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, you went. Yeah, yeah, we we flew down. We have a lot of Hollywood connections up here in Medford, Oregon. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, um, if, there, if there's anyone you know I can send my script to, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass it along to Spielberg. Okay, thanks. <laughs> but um, uh, it, what about you, Lyra? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Jurassic Park's just like I said, one of the best movies of all time. I actually like Jurassic Park three more than Lost World. Um, okay. Oh, that's good to know. That one I do fully remember going to see in theaters with my cousin and having a great time. And so I think that's probably why I like it more. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Very similar. Do not like Jurassic World. Didn't see the sequel to that. I just, I wish that we could really understand uh, Jurassic Park better in order to yeah. make more. I think there's right. a I think there's like a misunderstanding in the world of people who make similar movies of what made Jurassic Park so great. Oh, you're so right. It's not do, do you, stupid. It's not a stupid idea. Right. You know what I no. mean? There's like an alternate world where we have like three perfect Jurassic Park movies. They're not just like throwing upon. shit against the wall in Jurassic Park. They're like it's actually uh, it, it all makes sense and it's like pop psychology made fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's really good. And I don't think that they ever recreated it. No. Do, do you have any ideas of like what you would imagine could make it work or anything like that? Well, I haven't really thought about it. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> but okay. But if you want to give I... me $73 million, I will think about it. <laughs> <laughs> The point is, folks, if you're listening and you have access to $73 million, you have four creative minds that could really put something together. So contact us, makamica at gmail.com. Yeah, or if you just want to spend $70 million, I'll do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, each of us just get one. I mean, that's really, that's fine. I don't... I, I don't, take it. Yeah. I'll make it work. <laughs> well, uh, thank you thank guys you so much, so for, much for being on. Um, this was super fun and it was really nice to meet you both. Yeah. Nice to meet you. It's always nice to go on a double date. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know this is the, this is like the only double date you can have right now. True. <laughs> I know we, we mentioned what, uh, your guys' credits, but if there's anything you would guys would like to plug. Oh yeah. Uh, Lyra, do you want to plug anything else? I think we plugged get rich Nick pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Check out crooked media. <laughs> Just in general, cricket media. Oh, listen to Wind of Change. Wind of Change is a narrative docu-series about a reporter investigating whether or not the 80s metal ballad Wind of Change was actually written by the CIA in order to oh. turn, in order to spread democracy. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. There's spies, <laughs> there's, you know, 
Mission Impossible style face masks. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Those are the two. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah cool. Thank you so much. Um, and then also for us, you listeners know this, but go to patreon.com slash Micah McCaw and you can sign up. Uh, I think this will be in, we'll, we're in July now, according to, yes, we'll be at the end of July when this comes out. And um, I should have a exclusive Patreon song out and we will have our Finding Dory MPU episode out. So you could check those out and go give, go give my album Imbalances another listen. It's been out for a little bit. Give it another Do listen. It. You got it. Jordan. <laughs> Anything for you, Jordan? Uh, not not presently. I, I have some potential art prints in the works, but I'll make an official thing maybe okay. in the next episode. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week when we tackle Jurassic Park 3. All right, bye. 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 <laughs>